Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the PHNX Rising Show brought to you by the Draft and Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. I'm Ramon Chavez, joining remotely this time, and I'm joined with uh, by Max Simpson and Owen Evans there in the studio. Guys, got some pretty big news today. How are you guys feeling? I, I'm just grateful that we got out of that council meeting a lot quicker than we were. That was record fearing record least. time. If you follow anything that's going on with our friends at PHNX Coyotes, uh, my word, we were expecting like we had a couple hours booked out there and figuring we're going to be in this for the long run. But we were, dude, that was like a 45 minute kind of in and out. It was good timing. I think the city council members were like, yo. Let's go. This this Wednesday is whack. Let's get out of here. Let's well, it, this thing. It's it's pretty daunting when you see like your number eighty five on the list of everything there, and it's like okay, let's buckle in, and then immediately right off the start, yeah. So motion to pretty much condense the first eighty items into a single vote, and we're like, I like that. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know you guys were planning on crocheting and all that stuff, you know, to pass the time. And I knew you guys were ready for that, especially Owen. So. Max was going to write a book, like a whole book. Uh, maybe a sonnet. He hasn't, he hasn't even started maybe at the a moment. memoir. On, uh, yeah. You know, he doesn't even have a sketch outline yet. He was mm. going to have the whole thing done. It was, it was, it was in the brainstorming stage. Yes. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, yeah. But, he yeah. Didn't even- uh, but yeah, great news today. Uh, if you guys weren't aware, you guys tuning in, the Phoenix City Council uh, voted unanimously to approve a multi-year lease uh, for Phoenix Rising there on 38th Street in Washington. Uh, Phoenix Rising will actually play in Phoenix, which is actually huge news. I, I majorly approve of that. And so, guys, you guys were there. You guys were able to watch everything that was going on. I know sometimes with these city council meetings, it's it's kind of boring, like we we already said. But you know, it it, it was great. You know, I was kind of nervous. I was at work, but I was trying to you know tune in. I was able to tune in when the vote was going on. But you take us through what you, the sights and the scenes of of what was going on during that uh, city council meeting. You know, what, I'm going to turn this over to you, Max. I'm- yeah, I mean, I, I, I get your a bit of a hesitation reservation ride of like, oh, is this going to go through? Is there going to be any opposition? And I feel with I haven't been around local politics, so I don't know what how these things play out. But you always have to think there's at least one or two people who are going to object, whether it's on the council members themselves or someone in the audience speaking up. And I think the biggest thing that we already know is not only was this unanimous, but the the depth in which so many city council members were personally advocating for this project, how the entire narrative could have gone, hey, you know, this is a relocation for the club. It's something to play immediately. It is a money play, which I mean, don't get us wrong. The club will be generating revenue by going into this new stadium and actually being able to play games. That's how they do things. But the real angle that it took, everything took was this is for the community. This is for the future. This is for the kids. This is going to bring soccer fitness community together for not just now, but for like the next couple decades. And to me, 
I love the approach that the discussions took, and it was just really refreshing um, just seeing that this was not only a play for the present, but regardless how little or long um, they actually end up staying at this location, it seemed like it was a very long-term future play. I loved it, man. It was awesome. Yeah, and speaking of that unanimity, I think we should just uh, toss up a quote here from Tim Reister, uh, one of Rising's co-owners, who told us uh, a unanimous approval from City Council shows the commitment of the highest level of leadership in the fifth biggest city in the United States to growing professional soccer. That's something that he kind of emphasize going mm-hmm. on look there are some communities you wouldn't get this kind of support mm-hmm. there are those communities here in this country and to have that kind of backing and a lot of it as you said was there was a lot of talk about youth and, and what it brings not just in terms of bringing a professional team onto the doorstep of many more uh in the city but to the, the opportunities they bring in terms of the youth programming, the the various uh, footballing clinics and, and camps and all of that that the, that the team ultimately do and having that almost more accessible, um, those were things that certainly had council members sounding very positive about this. But overall, yeah, it was a really, really high note, I think, today. Just the amount of backing they got, the fact that it didn't feel as though there was any mm. opposition. Even even in the crowd, there was no opposition to it there. So and perhaps the most important bit actually as well was having the representative from the park and swap there. I know that's yeah. something that a lot of people in our chat online, separate to that, all, all have been worried about what happens if Phoenix Rising go there. What does that do to these small local businesses? Well, by the sign of things, those small local businesses are happy to have Phoenix Rising there. There's a hope that's going to help Kind of just regalvanize that area, and all, all in all, that's very positive. Well, and 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 on the um, park and swap side of things, I mean, you're talking. I think the the representative he threw out the number of 500 plus small businesses that are going to be positively impacted by rising coming there having their presence so 500 plus small businesses 16 employees that are there full-time like i think that's something that yeah we were kind of worrying about like hey this hopefully goes through but then who where's the downside where's the fallout who is going to be impacted by this and i mean it's it from what we've seen and from what we've heard it's a very well thought out people understood the sides that were taking place and it really does seem like they are doubling down on the community aspect of things. And that's something it's just, it's just really refreshing. And I know that that's in a way really what helped to further take this over the line to where it was unanimous with really no opposition at all from what we heard. And look, it's been a long, long process even sure. to get to this point. Um, that's what we were being told a lot after the meeting that, look, it's been months of fighting to get it to this stage. And there's a lot of enthusiasm around enthusiasm around this but yeah it, it's been tough now of course it's going to be tough going forward they've got a couple of months to turn yeah. that site into somewhere that can host professional football in literally just again what march yeah march is what we're looking at as a timeline possibly april um but right around that kind of time to make sure that it's ready for the new regular season i'm just i mean look it's, it's going to be quite a task i'm yeah. sure that We've seen them pull it off in a shorter time frame, but yeah, it's never, never an easy uh, moment around Phoenix Rising, is it? No, I mean, I I guess the difference, right, is there's been other pop-up stadiums, as we know, in the past. I think that there's a bit more ground laid here, and like in literal terms, I mean, something that um, Tim kind of brought up was that 
this is one of like the larger areas that they were considering where you actually don't really have to worry about it's such a funny thing but you don't have to worry about the dust in previous previous like the last couple of years where you're going into the stadium you're trying to oh park your car enjoy your time and it's well all this dust is kicking up and it just kind of I don't know, puts a bit of a damper. That doesn't necessarily mean, hey, it's going to be any more or less easier building things. But I will say that is something he noted where, huh, I never really thought about that. You don't have to worry about the dust. Go figure. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he did bring that up about not wanting, you know, yeah. fans don't have to worry about coming in. They need a car wash immediately after going to a game. You know, it's just small things like that sometimes that are an impact. I mean, it's right on the light rail line mm-hmm. as well. That's something that is a huge positive in a lot of ways. Um, that was brought up by multiple people, actually, that it's really well located in that sense. Well, and the interesting thing is when Bill Krause said he was targeting what by the latest mid-December was that they were going to get uh, a, um, a decision, if we call correctly, from last week or so when we heard. So like the fact that we're already ahead of schedule in that standpoint, like it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a stretch run of things. But I'm excited. Like this is it's the best outcome that could have happened with this. And the fact that we have such um a definitive clarity it's like full steam ahead man yeah yeah great to uh, to see all this stuff happening i know there was a phoenix city council member carlos garcia uh from district he was really pushing for this i believe during the pictures of the uh afterwards uh, after the meeting he was wearing a phoenix rising yeah. shirt which showed commitment and how excited that he was to bring that to the valley and i'm excited you know and, and i'll be i'll tell you guys something that's an area that i grew up in i was right there on 36th Street in van buren it's not the most glamorous area. You know, we'll be frank about that. There's a certain reputation that comes along, you know, uh, in that area. But having this sort of development there, it's it's amazing. It's going to bring a lot of uh, econ- economic value, which is something that Carlos stated here in the Phoenix Rising's uh, press conference. I'm um, sorry, press release. And it's just going to be great for the community. I know one of the things that I've been really pushing for is for more outreach to the Latino community. That area is full of Latinos. They're going to be excited. Once they see the development happening and what's going on there, they're going to want to attend these games. And it's going to be a great time to bring that, you know, demographic that, you know, maybe couldn't reach, you know, get all the way to Chandler, um, uh, you know, over the past few years. So I'm super excited, happy about that, especially the commitment with the park and swap small businesses as well. So great to see that as well. I believe Carlos Garcia. Did you guys have a graphic for that? Some a statement. Yeah, that we managed to speak to to Councilmember Garcia after the meeting. Is it with Phoenix in the name? This is where they belong. We're excited to welcome them home. He again mentioned, look, it's it's big having them on the light rail. It's big having the impact that this team can have on the kids of that area and the kids of the city of Phoenix more broadly. So, yeah, he was the the driving force behind this. Um, Actually, most of the speakers on this particular agenda item uh, in the council meeting were effectively congratulating oh, yeah. uh, Councilmember Garcia on the work that he'd put in to get this deal over the line. Um, so, yeah, it's I can tell that he's excited about it. We saw him coming out after the meeting, you know, ripping off his jacket to reveal the yeah. Phoenix Rising <laughs> t-shirt underneath. Yeah. Um, it was just excitement all around. I feel. I mean, not just excitement. I would also say relief. I mean, you can see it on a lot of like rising leadership. You know, um, Bobby Dulag. Everyone was just like, ah, like okay, this is the next. This is the hurdle that we've been waiting for. We have cleared it from that standpoint, and now it just gives you that bit of direction. Like you're still gonna have to answer questions of you know what things look like, how you're mapping out season tickets, all that st- type of stuff. But like this was the big unknown that people. I've been asking about for months and you finally 
are able to get clarity and move forward as a club, both on on the pitch from the players you're recruiting to off the pitch, how you're conducting, you know, your business, your ticket sale, your partnerships, everything like that. It's a massive win for the club. So, I mean, you just saw the relief in people's faces. And I just think it just shows what it means to them and really to the entire city council and everyone that talked about, you know, the theme that kept on coming up was we are bringing Phoenix home. And that was resounding it's in the name the fact that they've never officially been in phoenix is actually kind of crazy when you kind of step back and think about it but um yeah just resounding positivity from it yeah and that was that was the quote we had on the thumbnail there which is welcome home yeah. phoenix rising that was uh from phoenix mayor kate gallego yeah it was great it was great to see i was able to tune in for a quick bit for the for the uh the vote and it happened really quickly it was like everyone's giving their statements and it's like all right roll call who's who's down all right all right yes yes and then boom, it was bum, it was bum, a bum, bum. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was great to see. Um, I do want to point out something here from the press release on the Phoenix Rising FC website. Um, Bill Krause uh, says this will this move will allow us to immediately upgrade our game day fan experience, which has always been our top priority. And I know in past interviews with with some of the Phoenix Rising brass, that was one of the things that was brought up with a lot of the fans in regards to uh, being over there at Wild Horse Pass. And I think this is great. This is going to be amazing for the fan experience. I know maybe in the in the last couple of years, it hasn't been up to par or what, what fans are used to, you know, season ticket holders. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what they have to offer and what, you know, what more they can bring to the Phoenix Rising uh, game day experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, it opens up new opportunities here. We know that Phoenix Rising did not, broadly speaking, control the concession situation um, down at Wild Horse Pass. We know that that was a completely separate uh, thing there. I believe it was linked to the closest to the management company. Look, and they had the problems down there. We know that. We know that there was the whole incident in preseason where they didn't have a liquor license. We know that there were the problems with the licensing thereafter, even in terms of where you could buy alcohol in the stadium, where you couldn't. We know that there was... Generally, a lot of people were not positive even about the concessions offerings there. Um, it's It gives a new opportunity to kind of re-evaluate that and re-evaluate the offerings. Look, there's, there's more stuff as well. We know from the proposal there was talk that there was at least a uh, chance of a temporary sports book there. Um, just adding more to the match day experience there, if you can bring that in. Um I mean, more broadly, again, again, you've got a case where it's on the light rail. You can go to downtown Tempe or downtown Phoenix beforehand, easy, just hop on a train and make a whole night of this. Um, there's so many more opportunities, I feel, in that location compared to what you had at Wild Horse Pass, which was very much a you drive into Wild Horse Pass and you drive back out. And yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. No. And, and I mean, like I said, we talked about a bit beforehand, right? I, I, I kind of joked about, oh, well, you don't have to worry as much about the dirt and stuff flying. But like, honestly, that really does open up a lot of possibilities from a pre-gaming standpoint, from a, a tailgate-esque standpoint. Um, we don't yet, by the way, just on tailgating, we don't have yes, any yeah, good, uh, good. <laughs> line yeah, yeah. on what's happening yep, there. Yep. We don't know if it's going to happen. We do know that there are, uh, it was mentioned, there is a bar in nearby proximity to this um to this stadium of course you can also go to uh four peaks actually nice not far away from the light rail there in tempe oh, yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely um no i mean just really 
quickly touching on it, like something that we we were told a bit afterwards that, you know, you've seen it in past proposals, um, but actually hearing uh, Bill Krauss talk about how this was something that this wasn't just a, oh, last ditch effort. We want to find this spot. We came upon this and we move forward. They were actively scouting the spot even as in the past is like seven years ago, which to me, I mean, that just shows that this is something that they've coveted. It hasn't gone through proposal in previous times. And it's just, that's how it works. The people in city council, I guess, just weren't the on the same wavelength. They're um, kind of same uh, vibes, if you will, of them. Um, but it's just cool how it all kind of came through now. And the fact that they've covered this spot for a while, um, I'm excited for them to move forward on it. And like, really 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 make the match day experience with it from start to finish everything about it like i think people really been clamoring for a lot of those days when they're in tempe and casino arizona field so i'm really curious how they how they kind of move forward with this next chapter and that's something that's worth emphasizing this isn't a panic move to this location yeah look the circumstances of what had been happening at wild horse pass and all of that yes the team wanted out of course they wanted out in those yep. kind of circumstances but this isn't the case of the team just kind of looking around as in a pure panic and just hopping on whatever spot of land is the first one to pop up. No, this is a location they've considered in the past. That's important. It's a coveted spot that they've managed to acquire. So, hey, it's <laughs> clearly something is right about this place. And yeah. we, we've been talking about what we think is right. We know there are obviously there are some people who have not had that kind of a positive reaction to the news today i mean there are of course whenever something like this comes out you get those people who are like no that's it now i'm canceling my season tickets i don't want to go there but i don't know give it a go i think it's going to be better than people some people fear yeah i mean you're not you're not going to please everyone but it's like the fact that you have you go from not knowing whether where things stand where they're going to play this ambiguity to now you know where they're playing you, you're there for at least the next five years with the option of a couple one-off deals to be as much as 10 off of this current deal. Like, you now know where the team is going to be for a long period of time. That is something to get excited about. Yeah, you're not going to, like we said uh, in shows past, you're not going to please everyone by the location. But the fact that you're seemingly out, knock on wood, of this limbo of where you're going to play each year, that's a big sigh of relief for, you know, members of the club but also the fan base before we take a quick break i want to ask you guys about this quote here uh on the on the uh, press release uh the capacity look and feel of the club's current stadium at wild horse fest will be transferred to the more centrally located site is it enough time from middle of november where which we're at now to you know kick off on in march is that enough time to get this done do you guys feel confident that this will be done in that time span and they're going to be ready to go by march yeah yeah i, I was just gonna leave it at yeah look it, it's again we've seen this stadium just kind of knock up like that um in the past it's not as though we haven't seen that happen before and um, we saw it happen in i mean we saw it happen with the building of wild horse pass right it, it well, the reason Look, I they had a bit more time, they did have a bit more time there for that. To be fair, they did have up yeah. until I believe it was April that year. Yeah. Um, the season started off quite a bit later, and yeah, they'd been. I suppose that the, the announcement and the commencement date of work were uh, backwards in some yeah. ways, right? They'd already started work on that before it came out, but yeah, I, I feel well, as though again, you, you're just putting up a temporary stadium. 
it, it's yeah. it should be doable surely yeah well um, the reason i'm asking is because they're taking over an existing site you know i know it's a racetrack it hasn't been used in a very long time so i think that may be a little bit of a, of a hurdle uh in compared to the other stadiums where it was kind of more of an open land kind of setup and then they just you know, kind of set up the the stadium there. So that was, you know, that was the reason for my my question. Hopefully, there's not any delays. I, I, we saw Monterey Bay last year. You know, kind of play a few way a few games away from home before they started their their home schedule. So so hopefully that's able to uh, not occur, and then we can have them as soon as possible uh, in March. So, all right, y'all, great news today, and uh, yeah, man, just. So much energy going around right now, especially in the soccer world. Not, you know, not only because we're Phoenix Rising, but we got a little tournament coming up at the end of the week. Uh, so it's going to be a good time. At the, we at the are. Road. It's crazy. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four days away. Four days away. Wow. Four days away. That's crazy, man. Oh, gosh. Dude, well, I see Devin in the chat. He's already talking about uh, go to Four Peaks and watch. Wales beat USA. I okay. Thank he got you, me Gavin. in the first. He got me in the first half of that. Not gonna lie, but um, I don't agree with that last part. But I do agree going to Four Peaks to watch the match and all USA and Wales match, or excuse me, US and Mexico matches. I mean, shoot. I know you won't be able to be there because you're gonna be there in person. Yeah, I mean, cool. I'm I'm already I thinking about that uh, airport beer in a couple of days' time now. <laughs> Gonna be a good time. So yeah, like Max was saying, if you guys haven't made plans, I want you guys to be there on Monday and Tuesday if you guys can. All U.S. and Mexico games will be at the at um, Four Peaks uh, Brewery over there in Tempe. It's gonna be a great time. Max and myself will be there. Also, some uh, Phoenix Rising uh, members will also be there. Some players, uh, I know Juan Guerra will stop by as well. So it's gonna be a great time. You guys can go there. It's gonna be a great time. Three dollar kilt lifters and wows. It's gonna be a great time. And I know Max is gonna buy the first round for everybody that shows up. So Max, thank you so much for doing that once again. It's not Please. in writing, man. You can't. You can't just keep on dropping these blatant accusations. Say I'm gonna buy rounds this, buy rounds that. I'm gonna put it in the the uh, time codes so that the way the it's in writing. Whoa. So here's the problem. Here's the problem that Max has got, right? He doesn't quite grasp how this works. <laughs> namely that when he goes out and says stuff like, I didn't say I'm going to buy drinks. We oh, you're just going to clip and just, just clip down. I'm going to buy drinks. Then we've yeah, got man. him saying it. We've got video evidence. So Max Look, is buying everybody drinks. Listen, you guys. Go on out. Make sure you're there. You guys, you guys, you, you guys say you're going to do all this effort. I think it's talk. I don't think I'm going to go through all that trouble. Bet. Bet. Um, but, you know, I, I will say real quick on 4P. Yeah, I see that look. They're conspiring. <laughs> hey, Odin, Odin and Jacob, they're conspiring. Jacob. It's already in motion. No, but um, thank you, Charles. No, um, wait, no, not to the beer. No, 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 no. Going out to Four Peaks. No, but on that note, all around. <laughs> no, no. Um, all of uh, almost all of those watch parties for USA and Mexico are free. I do want to point out the one, the first Mexico game that kicks off at 9 a.m. on Tuesday. Max is buying drinks on that one as well. <sighs> Damn it. Uh, no, um, but we are going to have Juan Guerra out there for that watch party. And since that's a morning game, it is going to be a buffet, breakfast buffet. You're talking pancakes, bacon, eggs, whole nine yards. You can literally buy a Bloody Mary that's as big as my Max head. Max is paying for the whole thing, too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Asterisk, no, but if you do want to buy tickets, you can check out our link in the description and it'll take you to not only that first Mexico game, but all of the different watch parties that we have. And we might add a link soon to Max's tab so you can just add your drinks on there. Is Max paying for your first beer in town? 
Uh, no, because I've seen the rates out there, what they're charging beer, and there's zero chance. I'm like, no, I can't afford that. Come on, come on. Take out my commission check. We've we've taken Max's credit card and used it to apply for an import license. Take, take the company card. At least it's mm. a bit more versatile. <laughs> It's going to be a great time. Yeah, make sure to join us there. I'm a big breakfast guy. I'm definitely going to be taking part of that breakfast buffet, so I want you guys to be there with us. We're going to have a great time Monday and Tuesday. Man, this is crazy. It's so close, man. Four and a half years since the last World Cup. crazy. Let's go. I know Owen's excited for sure. But let's keep talking about the World Cup. Owen, I know you're traveling over there. A lot of people are flying in already. It's it's insane how close we are to this World Cup. Um, I'm excited, man. The first game will be on Sunday, uh, Qatar versus Ecuador. I'm looking forward to that one. (laughs) Um, you know, I know we're going to talk about this a little bit more tomorrow, but you know, who, who are we feeling like just is going to take it all? Who's the, the, guy, the, the, the team, I mean, that's going to be at the end. I know Max and I kind of talked about it a little bit yesterday, but how are you feeling? <sighs> it's hard. It, I, I feel, I, I will, I will say that like, I, I feel that the group of favorites, they always name like four or five favorites. It's usually one of them, but it's never it's I feel it's rarely the outright favorite. There's all it's always like the second or third team you think might take it all. Like I don't know, man. You got a lot of really juicy narratives. Is France going to repeat? I don't think so. Is England? England? They've made progressive runs, quarterfinals of the World Cup, finals of the Euros. Can they win it all? I hopefully not. Hopefully not. Um, I mean, there's a lot like Argentina, Messi with his last run. I think those like those guys plus Brazil have to be within that crop of people who are. Favored. Um, if you, but honestly, we did the. You sent us the World Cup predictor, and I filled it out. I had Belgium winning it all, and I know they kind of been in this golden generation of theirs for it feels like the past decade. But yeah, yeah, call, call me crazy, man. That I'm, I'm gold Belgium. Look, I feel as though that the main thing we're going to see in this World Cup is upsets. Um, I think that the current situation with how little time there is between the end of the club games going into this tournament the fact that games are kind of condensed a little Mm -hmm. bit more than usual we've already seen the fact there's a lot of injuries we've seen the fact that a lot of these players are coming into this anyway just very close to an injury because of the toll that this shortened kind of condensed first half of the season has has had on them physically um i get the feeling that we're going to see teams that could just lose a couple of players i mean france france have lost quite a few names already um that's huge that is a huge impact when you have got so few games that are all so impactful you know you lose a couple of players it, you don't have time to recover you don't have time to refine what you're gonna do mm. or if you don't have an obvious like for like to work on a different tactic that's going to make it make everything okay you don't have that time so i think that this yeah, we're going to see a lot more upsets than we do in a normal World Cup. Yeah. Who's going to be carrying out those upsets? I don't know, but that's that's the joy of it. That's the joy of it. I think the other interesting thing to note is not only because you're like the last game, by the time the first game hits, you essentially had like eight eight days for some teams, maybe as much as 10 from the time you played your last club game to the time you play your first uh, group stage match. Like that's nothing at all. Most world cups you have upwards of two, three weeks. So I think not only the injury conge- uh, injuries based on game conjecture, I also think like 
Where are you finding that time to build up that chemistry again with your country mates? Some of them you haven't seen in months. And I get it. International game. It's a lot different. It's way you run it differently than a club team. It's way less um, clinical in a way. And it's it's kind of more just about like there's different aspects to it. But the thing for me is it may favor those international teams where you have a big contingent of guys who are already playing together on club teams, thinking of your classics, the Germany's, the Spain's, um, you know, in some ways, England, like it might slightly favor those teams just because they already have a bit of that cohesion from club level. But I mean, that is the beauty of the world cup. What we've been saying is, is the ultimate crapshoot. There are going to be upsets. Someone is not going to be winning their group or even getting outright um, when they were highly favored to, I mean, honestly, in my predictor, I had England not even making it out of there. That's so, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm, we'll I'm putting it out it. there. We'll I'm putting it, it out there. We'll take there it. you go. <laughs> we'll get the one bit of agreement there between myself and Max will be yep. if this group fi- stage finishes and England don't make it through. It, it's possible, great. man. It's possible. Stuff happens Phenomenal. all the time. Yeah. I'll take it. Shout yeah, out. We still got some be- people in here uh, hopping in here. Stephen Rice in the chat with the stadium better not be too tall. We'll go back to the stadium talk briefly. I take it this is a Coyotes reference. We've seen a few of those. Yep. We've seen a That's few fair. of those in the uh different di- I'm no I'm no uh aerodynamics space major, but I'm pretty sure it's you no know, different fly pass. I think you're good. It's parallel to it. I think I think we'll be okay on that front. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of discourse with the with the Coyotes, a lot, a lot of a uh, lot of talk about that. So, um, just looking at the odds here with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, if you guys haven't made your predictions yet, you still have plenty of time. Again, starts on Sunday, but they have Brazil plus three fifty to win the tournament, Argentina plus five fifty. And now I'm gonna point those two out because there hasn't been a non-European champion since two thousand two, which is when Brazil uh, won it in oh, South wow. uh, yeah. Japan. It's been more than 20 years since a non-European nation has won the tournament. I think it's time it comes back to this side of the pond. I think Argentina is going to take it, man. There's so much firepower. We saw it today, 5-0, uh, th- their victory earlier today. And I, you know, I, I saw that game and I was like, Mexico's just going to have a rough time. It's not going to be fun. But you also got to look at it as, uh, as, and someone was making this point on, on one of the ES- ESPN channels, is that it seems like this Argentinian team wants to play for Messi, if that makes sense. Like, they've seen, all of them have seen him, you know, do his thing, kind of, they grew up with him, and now they're able to contribute to this team, and I think they're going to take it all the way, man. Like, there's just no way that they at least don't make the semifinals, which most likely that's when they'll meet, meet up against Brazil and take it, uh, take the the the, uh, the trophy. It's going to be insane, man. If Messi wins it, I think, you know, he's he's got the, the greatest of all time locked down. I will say, right, there's been a lot of talk, I feel, about the World Cup for obvious reasons, right? There are obvious reasons to not feel as good about this World Cup as you usually would. But just seeing Brazil against Argentina in a semi-final, hearing that as a serious possibility. Like, how can you not be excited about seeing that? (sighs) Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of... I don't know. I mean, we talked about it. Like, let's call what it is. There's a lot to not like about this World Cup, and it's pretty much everything that has to do off the pitch and how this came about. There's no denying that. And, you know, there's a a world where, on the one hand, you can, like, we all think, like, the stuff that happened, it's it's atrocious. Like, it's absolutely gross and despicable how, like, Qatar got the bid, how how the stadiums were built. Like, there's a lot to hate about it, like, uh, justifiably so. And yet, on the soccer end of things like 
uh, I, I hate that it's kind of come from a corruption standpoint, but it's like it is the beautiful game because like this is why we watch and it's um, it is going to be interesting how things kind of balance with it all. I know teams have been um, trying to like, I don't know, form their own types of like protests in a way or different ways of speaking out against what they think is fair. Just um, I'm curious how that impacts the players. I know a couple of players I've seen preaching out about it, but um I don't know. I say all that to say it's going to be a very interesting World Cup, something that we haven't seen before, and it's going to be just kind of flipped upside down with who's in it and how we're going about all this. So I'm I'm very curious. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Michael <laughs> here in the chat in the the U.S. Uh, they put their their badge, mm-hmm. their crest, um, in in the pride color. So mm-hmm. you know that's the way of kind of protesting. But then you you have someone like uh, Lori's from uh, from France saying, "Look, yeah. they're, we're in their country. We're going to follow their rules." So. You kind of see the discourse between players and how that's being handled. So uh, that, another storyline <laughs> to this World Cup. So that's definitely interesting. Uh, let's keep going down with the list of the the odds here for the for the winner of the World Cup 2022. France plus 700, Spain plus 850, England plus 850, and Germany plus 1,000. So those are your top six to win it all. Uh, I'm just gonna can I can I hop in quickly? I just want to do a little explainer for people. So that plus eight fifty on England, what it means is if you put a hundred dollars on England, you'll lose a hundred dollars. Classic. <laughs> I wasn't mad. Do not spread false information on our broadcast, Owen. No, true. Don't yeah. bet on England at a World I, Cup. Like that's your own fault. I will if you say, bet on England at a no, World Cup. No, if we're looking at the DraftKings Sportsbook, I will say there's a lot of fun things because not only do you want to, you know, if you want to put money on England and lose, like that's not spreading false. It's just that's fact. That's gospel. But uh, you know, if if you want to do a lot of interesting things on DraftKings Sportsbook, you don't even have to like put money down on who's going to win. They literally have everything right. Like you can bet on who, which is going to be the highest scoring group. Like. What what number? How many? Who's going to score the most goals? You can put who's going to lose all their group games. Costa Rica at plus one fifty to lose every single one of their group games. And if I'm off the top of my head, is that uh is that Mex is that the one with uh, the Mexico's group or am I no, thinking no, of it no. differently? Saudi Arabia are in the group. That's with right. Mexico, Poland, and Argentina. That's right. Uh, Costa Rica are in the group with Japan. Spain, Japan, and Germany. Yeah, so like, I, like there's all different types of things you can do. You can choose it's going to be bottom of the group. You can choose like late late fixtures uh, later on in the tournament. Can, I, can I, we, I think can it's we really bet cool. on Harry Kane to only score tappings and penalties? I mean, he might be yeah. the golden boot, but yeah. Plus by tappings and penalties. You're 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 tappings you're putting an penalties. asterisk to this. Tappings. <laughs> I don't penalties. want him to score. He's not playing for USA. I don't want him to score. I hope he does not tappings. win the golden boot. Penalties. <laughs> I do not get offended by that. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of great stuff. You can uh, you can win the finalists for for example, Argentina and France final plus two thousand. Uh, we'll go with uh, Max's here. I have uh, Argentina and Belgium plus four thousand. So. A bunch of ways to make money with this World Cup. So yeah, it's if you use download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and again, you guys can use the promo code PHNX. Um, you guys can uh, can bet on all this stuff, and it's and it's a great time to make some money. Um, also, if uh, we weren't just you know fed up with all the sports that are going on right now, the Suns are also playing tonight. Uh, they're off to a great start in the NBA, and you guys can make some money with them. Um, you guys can make a bet of uh, five dollars on any NBA money line, not just the Suns, and get two hundred dollars. If your team wins. So if you guys download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code PHNX, uh, you guys can make some money. And remember, guys, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure to check out the show notes for more details. Uh, let's see. What does Bobby say here? He says, Ramon got some uh, 
I don't know how to say that. I feel like that's a bad word <laughs> for you for good luck. If you're gonna I, that, that's vodka, isn't it? Is it? Okay. Um, yeah, man. Bring it bring it over. Yeah. Should be a good time. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Owen, let's, let's talk about your trip for a little bit because I'm, I'm kind of curious oh, about this. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, you kind of discussed it yesterday during our Friendsgiving, but this is insane, man. Like, have you been planning this for like since the last World Cup like, or how long? Oh, was God, no. It's happening because Wales are going to a World Cup. Like, we <laughs> come on. Like, on. Last time Wales qualified was 1958. Like, this doesn't happen. To, to, to quote Owen out of what I heard him say uh, earlier today, last time Wales qualified for a World Cup, my grandparents haven't even met. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. That's a long, crazy. Time, a long time. It's a long time. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the feeling in Wales? Everybody is is the country going to stop, you know, for the for those games, those those two, three hours that, that they're going to be playing? Yeah, I feel like some people have tried to, like, agitate stuff up because, I mean, it's worth remembering that two of Wales's games are like because they're the late kickoffs. Mm. That's like a 7 p.m. kickoff in Wales. So that's like completely normal kind of evening game. Then there's Wales's game against Iran, which takes place earlier in the day so it's taking place in the morning and some people have been like agitating like oh my god they're gonna allow school kids to stop like so they can watch the game it's, it's like day. of course they it's are one well, day get out of here qualified for world cup since 58 as they course. should like as they should but yeah i i get the feeling that that day is gonna be a very strange day um yeah. Uh, as will be the following, uh, the day following Wales England. Should Wales get a result in that game? Um, Let's uh, look at the other country that's in the in the World Cup. Eight and a half years since the U.S. was part of a World Cup back in 2014. Max, what's what's going on, man? Do you feel like the U.S. is kind of amped up for this tournament, or what, I know you speak for all Americans, so that's why I'm picking. Oh on you. God, yeah, yeah, put that on me. Um, no, I. I I think, I mean, they got to be amped, right? Like, they understand this is a lot of pressure, uh, especially with them having been back for eight, eight long years. Oh, so, man, you missed so one World Cup. <laughs> you missed one World Cup because you couldn't get a result against Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, man, wow. the old the old TNT. Um, no, I, I, th- I think that they have a lot of, you know, it's a young squad. Um, some of their additions did help bolster the experience and maybe provide some of that wily veterism. Um I'm curious, right? Like, I think the group's going to be tough. Uh, even Greg Berhalter said himself, where like the media here in the U.S. is overlooking Wales and thinking they're underrated. Like, I agree with. He even said, if you look at Wales, they are a Premier League roster, and it makes sense because you look at a lot of the players on their team are playing for Premier League or they have played for Premier League teams. It's going to be a tough group. Again, I still stand by what I said, where I think the expectation is we should get out of the group. But that being said, this first match. I, one of two things are going to happen. I'm either going to like be hitting up Owen and like ruining, like raining on his parade and just giving him the worst time from across like, from across the world, or I'm not going to talk to Owen for like a solid week and try to block him on on my phone. So I'm really curious how Monday is going to go. I'm 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 excited, but I'm already getting a little uh, anxious. <laughs> I know both of you are not going to be happy if there's a tie, but would you be okay with that result? realistically yes my my whole thing see my whole thing that i talked about with him is like if we don't lose that first match i feel i feel good about you have a possibility of four points might get you out of this group if we lose 
Yeah, it's an uphill battle, but I think I think when you kind of look at how the other matches might play out, four points might get you out of here. Um, I don't want to draw. I, I don't like that, but if it's going to happen, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be an interesting one, isn't it? Starting off with uh, the big game there. I mean, again, worth remembering, of course, that the U.S. was third in CONCACAF qualifying. Yeah. So, you know, they did finish behind Mexico, yes, but also Canada. Canada actually won qu- the qualifying group. Yeah. Um. So just going to leave that one back in, out there. I mean, yeah, they're they're in a, t- a tough group too. Yeah, wow. yeah they yeah. do have a tough group actually, yeah. to be fair to them. Um, we've got another question here about the stadium. We probably should go back to the main topic here. <laughs> yeah. When we get these. So uh, Omar Martinez here with, does this new lease affect the swap meet negatively? Well, there was uh, someone from the park and swap there today at the council meeting. They're backing it. They're backing this proposal. They think it's going to bring more people to that area. Um, they're not building over that land where the swap meet is. They're just going to be looking at that Greyhound track area. So from the swap meet's perspective, it's not a problem. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I just kind of echo that, right? Like if there was any issue, they would either be at best case neutral, at worst case speaking out against it. The fact that they had someone there who was actually in favor and for helping push this along, that pretty much tells you everything you need to know about it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just wondering what's going to happen during like game days, you know, like I'm I, I know they're, you know, rising and the swap me are going to work together. But if there's some sort of, you know, party that could be <laughs> had or something, you know, like a tailgate right oh, yeah. before the game, you know, and include them, you know, have them have the ability to maybe sell whatever they're selling, you know, and then have the game going on next door. I think that'd be great, you know, because you get that foot traffic, you know, help them out, you know, it helps out rising as well. So it's, it's you know, very looking forward to, to checking that out. Uh, yeah, throw your questions in the chat, y'all, if you if you got more stuff here. So yeah, great news today. Yeah, it's it's insane. A lot of a lot of good stuff this week, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, next week I'm definitely gonna be tense. I'm gonna be needing some OGs, you know. So I gotta stock up on that. Uh, get that tropical flavor. That's that's the favorite one of mine. But yeah, just because you know those those games, man. I know they're gonna be early, but I'm gonna need to to relax <laughs> you know, a yeah. little bit with with the OGs. Yeah, we we did. We had our uh, our PH next friends giving last night, and I uh, I had an OGs. Man, that was um, well. Shoot, let's just say there was a lot of good food, and after I had that OGs, I think I did a nice play 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 and a half worth of damage. So yeah, that went yeah. pretty quickly. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, the soup we brought, hey, good stuff, man, for sure. Liked it. So yeah, uh, shout out to all the PH next peeps. Uh, yeah, yesterday we had our friends giving. Um, Good food, man. Just great style, great vibes all overall. I know uh, I brought a drink that was popular, I feel. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, yeah we, weren't, we weren't gonna let the uh Ramon brought a bottle of tequila. We weren't gonna let the alcohol just, you know, not you guys did a pretty good damage on it too. Mm-hmm. Sure. Man, yeah, uh Owen didn't even say hi to me. He's like, yo, what you got? Pour it. Just pour it. I'm not even gonna ask questions. So I'm just kidding. It was a good time. It was a great time. <laughs> At that yeah. point, we were waiting for the four peaks beers to cool down in the fridge, and they That's were fair. very very warm from the outdoors yeah 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 okay once they cool down man they're good but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah um if you guys haven't yet make sure to check out ogs online ogsbrands.com or you can also find them at your local dispensary remember guys you must be 21 years or older to enjoy ogs shout out to them uh yeah i'm gonna, i need to stock up man because next week i'm gonna be stressed out you know i know i'm not gonna be <laughs> but it's gonna be uh it's gonna be stressful for sure all right, y'all. Great, great show today. Great news uh, from from the Phoenix City Council today. 
Um, were there were there any, you know, is there any another kind of deadline that to set up for more news regarding the stadium or anything like that? Or they kind of just left it, you know, they're going to continue to work on, on what's going on. Were you guys able to find out anything else? I feel like they've just got to kind of hash out those very last few little details about how they're going to do things. Um, the deal, of course, was not signed with today's news, uh, but it realistically will be um, now going forward. So, yeah, today is a really, really big step, but there's still a lot more for the team to do. There's still a lot more the team are currently preoccupied with. Look, of course, they're not just trying to sort the stadium out. They've got to build a roster for next year as well. Yep. So there's a lot to work through. I'd imagine over the coming weeks, we are going to hear more bits and bits will be trickling out about what we should expect to see at the stadium next year. But yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see for those. Yeah, stay tuned to uh, our Twitter account. We're going to keep you up to date with what's going on over there. PHNX underscore underscore rising. Double the underscores. Double the fun. It's be, look, we, we haven't done that consistently for so long because the season was so bad that sometimes I just miss the cue. Like, well, it's okay. Well, we can we can substitute and double the double the underscore, double the fun, double the misery, double the anxiousness, whatever you want. But double yeah. double something, double something, double something. Double something. Double something. Yeah. Owen was double the pores yesterday. You know. Hey! Oh, yeah. No. yeah, he was like. Yeah, he was. But, <laughs> yeah, we had a we all had a good time last night. But um, yeah, uh, Bonnie, thanks for that. Yeah, I will. Hopefully, will be a safe trip to Qatar. Um, yeah, it's it, it's that full like sixteen hour flight kind of. Yeah, gonna be a little bit apprehensive of that. That's gonna be a long time. Hopefully, get down in good time to watch the opening game. But we'll see. Michael says, don't bring the OGs. So, yeah, no, bad, that makes bad, sense. That's a bad idea. Yeah. I, anyone else traveling to Qatar, I would not bring any I would. I would almost OGs. always... They are for good consumption yeah. here, but yeah. not there. I would almost advise, like, in most situations to bring OGs. Uh, that's not one of them. No, I'm, not, I'm not a lawyer, so don't, not. don't call me on that. Yeah. Right, let's put that. Let's there we go. That. Max, I'm not Max a lawyer, Simpson. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's it for tonight's show. Tomorrow we will be back. Uh, for another show. That's when we're going to deep dive into the World Cup, man. We're going to give you predictions on every single group, uh, predictions for Golden Ball, uh, you know, who's going to win that, who's going to be the winner overall. We're going to get an answer out of Owen because, he, you know, he's kind of shy about saying who's going to win. So uh, you're going to get that tomorrow. They're going to make me answer, aren't you? You really are are going to make me You're going across the country, or you're across the world, across the world, like two days (laughs) afterwards. Of course we're going to be making you answer. (laughs) You couldn't possibly have sounded more American with that one then. You're going on a really long trip. Where to? The other side of the country? It's a big country. It's a big country. (laughs) Technically, you are going across the country and then across the ocean. So, yeah. Is San Francisco across the country, Max? No, San Francisco. No, wait. Are you going? Are you flying? I'm are you flying, flying from San Francisco. Yes, but you're going from San Francisco. Well, it goes up east. north. It goes what? up north from there. Oh my god! Like, okay, you're it's crossing like a, to Canada. It's like an upside. It's like an upside down parabola, U shape, whatever that is. He's looking at flight patterns. I'm looking at flight patterns right I'm looking now. Up. Look, look, oh see. my! Land the, plane, <laughs> Land the plane, Ramon. Land the plane. Land the plane, Ramon. Land the plane before it gets more crazy. All right, y'all. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, (laughs) Until then, take care and have a wonderful night. Bye.